0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronas here from Fantasy Alarm. Thanks for tuning in today. What's going on, Adam? How are you, brother?
1: Doing well, man. Just a few days closer to our uh, GST drafts. Looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, just watching some baseball and just, uh, you know, tweaking the rankings and hoping that nothing catastrophic happens between now and the start of the season.
0: Yeah, it's actually it's funny that you say that because, you know, I was sitting there, you know, doing the uh, the fantasy alarm show with Jim Bowden today on Sirius XM. And and I said to him, I was like, you know, I'm like, I'm looking at, uh, you know, scouring for the news today and I'm looking at, you know, just some stuff of what are we going to talk about on the show? And, you know, and, and I'm like, man, this is, you know, this is a slow news day and. When 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 you get a slow news day like that, like, I'm oh, I'm just I'm deathly afraid that that's like the calm before the storm. Like all of a sudden, like shit's going to happen and stuff's going to just blow up. And then all of a sudden it was like Robbie Anderson out with a, you know, in mispractice today with a hamstring injury. And I was like, oh, man, is this going to happen? But then I haven't seen anything beyond that.
1: Yeah, I thought the same thing today as well. I'm like, uh, am I missing something that just really hasn't been a lot going on? Again, it's always tough with these hamstring injuries. We saw, I think, Allen Robinson. Uh, We haven't really heard much since. So you wonder sometimes, is it just a slight pain? And they're just like, oh, you're a veteran, take it easy. Or... You know, sometimes we know hamstrings don't heal that quickly. So uh, Robbie Anderson is a guy that I've been drafting and I have it a few leagues already. So I hope it's nothing bad. Uh, Again, we still have a few weeks that the season goes. But, you know, if you're drafting tonight, tomorrow, the next couple of days or the weekend, I mean, over by the weekend, we probably have more news. But, you know, if you're drafting tonight or tomorrow, it's tough because you're like, oh, do I take Robbie Anderson or do I just go with someone who's close? In case this turns out to be something, but um, I mean, so far here in the preseason, you know, Justin Jefferson, it looked like it was pretty bad, but I believe he's back in practice. So yeah, um, he's back. Yeah. So we've been pretty fortunate so far. look, we just hope that continues. I mean, Dak Prescott, obviously is the tricky one. I still see people taking him in the same spot. He really hasn't seen his ADP suppressed. They're saying he's throwing, but gradually. I mean, I think there's probably still a little slight concern, um, but you understand why the Cowboys like they should not play him in the preseason at all. I know they've been kind of toying with it. And McCarthy said he's unlikely to play this Saturday. I don't want to see him play at all. Don't risk it. So, I mean, so far, yeah, it's been pretty good. But remember, we still have two weekends of preseason left.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, the funny thing also, though, is that like the reports before before this whole shoulder slash lat issue that uh, that Dak is is in. And, you know, I, have you seen the the new episode of Hard Knocks? I have not.
1: I saw the first one, but I did not see last night. I hope oh. to see it today.
0: I'm not I'm not spoiling anything here, but because it's just it just happens to be a pet peeve of mine. Um when we start mixing metaphors between sports and and when Dak said that he was on a pitch count, it made my fucking skin crawl.
1: Yeah. I mean, they kind of showed, well, they showed that in the first one. He was like, why are you taking me out for man? I haven't played for a year. This and that, he was like kind of frustrated not being out there. So it kind of goes back to the first episode, but yeah. Well, uh, no, I just
0: hate the terminology. I hate using baseball terminology for football.
1: Yeah, I think they did that. I forgot who they did that last year with too, and I was like, Yeah, what are we doing?" I forgot what who it was, but they, yeah, they've,
0: they've done it a ton of times, man. A ton of times. I'm like, it's a snap count. It's not a pitch count, right? You know, just why? Like, why are we doing that? And you know, and I mean, listen, I'll I'll blame like lazy fantasy owners who you know don't want to like create another term or use the proper term. I don't know. But uh, but it just kind of pissed me off. But I mean, even before that, though, you know, before the injury, Mike McCarthy was like, I I, re- I want to get him a little bit of playing time in the preseason to test out the ankle. Like, I mean, let's we're we're all concerned about the shoulder and everything. But what's Dak's mobility going to be like, given the fact that he had two surgeries uh, on his uh, on his ankle? And is he going to be uh, completely OK here?
1: it seems like not that much of a concern. I've seen doctors who saw a video of him and again, practice is tricky, but he was moving and they said that it looks fine. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think one preseason game is going to turn anything. Cause what are you going to do? Put him in there for two, three series and then go, Oh yeah, he's fine. I look, I don't think you risk it at this point. Make sure you rest that shoulder. You need him to be as close to hundred percent as possible. If you intend to play him in week one and remember their week, one's a little bit shorter. Cause they're the Thursday night game. So I'd rather don't even risk it uh, and, you know, hope he's good to go for, for game one, which they're probably going to get smoked anyway. Smoked by Tampa Bay? Yeah. I mean, I don't see how they stop Tampa Bay's offense with the way Tampa's offense finished last year and they have everyone back. You know, you could say that the defense is improved, but we got to see it first. And that is the most on the road. That's a very challenging matchup to start the season. It really is. It really, I think, it, I think it scares Jim Bowden a little bit. I like, it should scare every Cowboys fan. I don't really expect them to win. I mean, it scare you? What do you mean, scare? You can't play scared like that. What's wrong with Jim? I'm not playing. I'm a fan. I mean, I'm not playing scared against anyone, but I'm a fan. I'm just saying, watching it, I'm going to be like, yeah, this is not going to go well. Uh, I mean, they're uh, going to have they're uh, don't, they're going to have to outscore them. I don't know. Maybe Brady's done and he throws four picks. Let's hope even though I think I've drafted Brady in a couple leagues. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, probably the only, only way. At <laughs> some point, Brady's done, right? I mean, I don't know when it is. Is it 2021? Is it 2034? I don't know. But at some point, unless he's an alien, which is possible, he's going to be retire or fall off. Imagine he retires. He wins the Super Bowl and MVP. This and is, yeah, I'm out. I'm retiring. I don't see. I it. mean, if
0: I were him, that's kind of what I would. I he won the Super Bowl last year. I really I genuinely
1: thought that he was going to just walk away. I mean, well, he loves it. The money's not an issue, and he's still playing at top performance. So, I mean, really, can Brady do anything in the, at, at this point to taint his career? No, like Brady couldn't go zero and sixteen this year and retire. It's never going to change the image of him. It would not matter one bit. There's no way. I mean, he went to. A new team during a pandemic, no preseason, no exhibition, (laughs) and fucking won a Super Bowl at age, what was he, 43, 42, whatever it is. I don't know. So, like, he can go 0-17 this year. Sorry, I forgot about the extra game, which is not going to happen. But say he goes, I don't know, five wins and then retires, it's not going to change his image at all, except for the stupid haters. You know, oh, well, Brady went out with 5-1 season. Dude, he's 43-44. He, of course, he was going to come to a call. So, like, there's nothing he can do to take away from his pristine image. There's nothing. No, I, not at
0: all. Not at all. Like, I mean, you know, we we saw that. I mean, how many times have we seen that with a player where it's like, you know, he's just hanging on. Like, A.J. Green should have walked away from the NFL like five years
1: ago. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Five years ago? Come on.
0: Dude, with the career AJ Green had, yeah, dude, five years ago, AJ Green's a piece of garbage now, man. He's terrible.
1: Well, look, he, I'm not drafting him. He's 33, and we've seen him deteriorate. But he had a good season in 2017. Oh my god, dude! Oh he my did. god,
0: 2017. Well, yeah, he had a thousand yards and eight touchdowns.
1: Right, it's a good year. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, look, here's the thing. I, I don't blame these guys because. They're getting a paycheck. I don't even know what is he getting. I don't even know what his salary is it like a million, two million. Like AJ a- Green
0: sign. Here you go. He signed a contract. One year, six million dollars with the cards.
1: Yeah, I'm never gonna fault the guy for taking the money, man. Even if he sucks. It's to blame the team for giving them the six mil. But you do you, AJ Green. Take that money. Ugh. Ugh.
0: Uh, uh prop bet receiving yard, prop bet on AJ Green, 550 receiving yard, 550 and a half.
1: You got like the over and the under on that. I wouldn't touch it, bro. He could go over that. He had 523 last year with subpar quarterbacks. It's Kyler Murray. He could go over that. I wouldn't touch it. I know you're gonna say the under, he's not gonna stay healthy. He played 16 games last year and he had 523 on 104 targets. Part of that was the inefficiency. I mean, him and Burrow couldn't connect, but I I know it looks easy and you're like, oh, easy under. I don't know about that. He had 694 in nine games, two year, an 18. So it looks easy, but I wouldn't touch that. I think you're playing with fire because he, he doesn't need to do much to go over that in a 17 game schedule. I know you're going to say under easy, but I wouldn't I'm, touch um, it. I'm, I'm not going to say anything right now. You know, you, listen, sure no, That's where you,
0: you really apparently, are. you apparently can read my mind, Adam Rona. So I don't have to say it. Absolutely
1: could, bro. I know exactly what you're thinking,
0: right? See, there you go. There you go. This is why it would never work out in a relationship between us. Because how no, would it? Wouldn't. It would. You, you already know what I'm thinking. Exactly. Like I what would we talk know. about? How you know what? What would be your icebreaker with me if we're sitting on the couch watching a movie? You know, if you t- can't turn to me and be like, "What are you thinking?" Like the dumbest <laughs> question ever. <laughs> right? Here's some relationship advice. Don't ever ask, "What are you thinking?" to your to your significant
1: other. Ever. Yeah, it's not good. Because they're going to say something that you definitely don't want to hear.
0: Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. Right. What are you thinking about? Well, I was thinking about my ex-boyfriend's penis and how it made me feel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they say that to you. Oh, boy, that's rough.
0: And come on, why are you married to the same broad for We've been together for well over 20 odd years. What are you talking about look at that. If she hasn't blocked it? out if she hasn't blocked out her ex-boyfriend's penis at this point. Well, I'm, I'm certainly not going to ask about it.
1: Come on. You've never had sex with her and thought about someone else. No. <laughs> she's she's going to listen to this. That's why you said
0: that. No, not all. She doesn't listen really? to this pod. She hates you.
1: She's like, oh, oh, okay.
0: Really? What she did I like, do to her?" What? What did I do? Um nothing. She just uh she you know, whatever. I, I, mean, I can't talk about it here. Okay.
1: Well, I'm not going No, I'm kidding.
0: She, nerdy, she doesn't even know. She doesn't know who you are.
1: I've had sex with other people and thought about other women while I was having sex. I have had sex with other people
0: while thinking about other people.
1: Not your wife, though. <clears throat> not my wife. Come, in case she comes across this, I get no, it. no,
0: no, 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 not even, not okay. even, dude. My wife does it for me. I wouldn't have married her if she didn't do it for me. Okay,
1: all right. Uh, look, like that's
0: I, the thing, man. She I, I, is.
1: I can't comment. I'm not married, so I can't say it. So I'll trust you on this.
0: But I'll tell you what, man. Like I date, I just, I dated, I dated girls who are who are better looking than she was. Um, you know, different in bed and everything like that. And I've had my mind drift with my wife. Mine doesn't. I'm focused, man. I'll, sometimes I'm a little too focused and then I'm done. And then what? I, and then I got to like, you know, help her out at the end of it.
1: <laughs> that's good, bro. If the, hey, man, everyone looks for that. So if you could find that. I mean, right. That's that's the goal. So um, I'll let you know if I find that. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah.
0: It's a relationship podcast as
1: much as it is uh, a sport And if I'm podcast. dating you right now, I'm not talking about you, girl. You do it for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do, you, uh, do, do you ask all your all your ladies, Adam, if they listen to the Annie
1: Up podcast? No, I don't. But I have had a couple like, oh, can I listen to you? And I'm like, well, on my podcast, you can. It's free. So uh, I did send it to one or two. I don't. Hopefully it's not this one, though. Hopefully they're not listening every day and they're like, oh, so I was listening to you yesterday and this is why I don't want to be with you. because uh, ah!
0: <laughs> So then all of a sudden I'm responsible for ruining your love life. Ah, you're not
1: responsible. I said it, right? You know, so yeah. you didn't make me say it.
0: I did not make you say it. That is correct. That is 100 percent
1: correct. <laughs> Well oh, tell her that like it was Howard, he set me up. <laughs> he totally set me up. <laughs> I was listening. Yeah, but you don't understand there's an editor and they edited things out where I said, I really love you, baby. They took that out.
0: I can't believe it, right? I can't yeah. believe it.
1: Our 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 editor they don't Shannon, want me right? to be,
0: sometimes she's just got it in for you there. I mean, like, look, gonna...
1: They don't want me to be in love in a relationship because they know. They want me to focus 98% of the time on my work. And they know if I'm in love, then I'm, you're going to take away from my research time. So that's the reason why they're like, that's my appeal. Like, oh, he's a single guy, no family, no kids. Yeah, he's going to focus on work. So they, they're they trying to damage all my relationships. That's why I can't get married, girl. They always ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my job
0: sabotages my love life. Exactly. But I, but for the same token, I mean, it, it kind of does make sense, right? If we just want to, we want to keep Adam Rona's grinding, doing the best bets, be doing grinding, you know, oh, all the work that he does. I'm sorry, I'll tell, I'll tell the world, Adam's wrong for you. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. If you just want to sleep with him, okay, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. There's zero commitment involved here. Yeah,
1: look, look, I mean. It does, I mean, being single, no kids, no responsibility. It obviously affords you more time to do your work, right? You know, I can't. Hey, can you uh, do this? Oh, no, I can't. I got to take my kids to school or some, he's sick or whatever. You have no kids. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I just found out on my daddy.
0: Ooh, ooh, oh, there's nothing worse. I ever about, tell you that right? story, man? I was like sitting there, I don't know, I was probably like, I was like 30 in my my early 30s, right? And I'm sitting there and I answer the phone back in the days when we all had landlines, right? I pick up the phone. I'm like, hello. I just hear this, daddy. (laughs) And immediately, like, I got like all the color fell out of my face. You know, this nervous pit in my stomach. I was like, uh oh. Like, excuse me, daddy. No, this isn't your daddy. Put your mom on the phone here. Let's make sure. <laughs> here we go. Mommy wants to talk to you. <laughs> she answers the phone. She's like, what, what, what's going on? <laughs> it's like, um, I think you dialed the wrong number. I am not the father of that child, I don't think. And she like, just hung up on me. She didn't say anything else.
1: Wow, man. That is some scary shit.
0: Dude, I was. No, I'm like sitting there. I'm like thinking. I'm like, okay, this kid sounds like he's, you know, like like three, four years old, something like that. I'm trying to think back to where I was, and I was like, oh, I was doing a lot of drinking back then. And I don't
1: even remember. <laughs> yeah, easily. You might even started thinking like, shit, that shit could be mine. Oh, oh, no way, man, no way. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. See, this is what happens on slow news days people. <laughs> right? It's yeah. like there's not a whole lot going on here, which which is actually which which is a good thing. It, right, it definitely it is means no
1: catastrophic injuries or bad news.
0: Yeah. Um but I'll tell you what, cuz cuz you know, I'm I'm a man of the people and uh, and I and I appreciate the fact that people are tuning in here. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk Uh, some NFL prop bets, uh, some player props. I'm going to throw some out Adam's way and uh, we're just going to kind of get his hot take on it. We're not, this isn't about, you know, research or anything like that. Craig Mish and I uh, over at wageralarm.com, we went through a number of prop bets for quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. I think we even threw one out for a tight end there in TJ Hawkinson. Um, So you can go to wageralarm.com and you can check those out. but. You know what? I mean, let let me um, talk a couple of them through here and see what uh, what 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 Adam has to say about that. How, about, how does that sound? Adam? Does That sound OK to you?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right. So uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll take quick time out here. We'll pay some bills and back on the other side. Uh, NFL player props here on Anti-Up. So stick around. All right, Adam, here we go. So, again, WagerAlarm.com. Yeah, me and Mish. Uh, jump through uh, a, a number of them here. So um, I'm just going to kind of skip around a little bit and just, just to talk through them. I don't really want to, you know, dive in crazy, but let's t- talk through them. Let's just start it off here with Ryan Tannehill. Um, the the passing yards prop for him, 4,150 and a half yards. These are all from, uh, from FanDuel Sportsbook uh, is what we were working off of and, um, and, and Mish and I were talking about the uh, taking the over on that. Before I give you what the rationale was behind it, do you have thoughts on Tannehill this year for, for Tennessee?
1: Yeah, I lean towards the over. I just think that this is a team that's going to have to pass a little bit more. I mean, two indications. One, they added Julio Jones. So you don't add a receiver like that pair with A.J. Brown if you don't intend to pass a little bit more. Arthur Brown, the offensive coordinator, is gone. I think they have some real questions on the defense, specifically the secondary. I don't think the game script's going to be as positive as it was last year when they went 11-5. and He had 481 pass attempts last year, and again, he's been so efficient. Uh, he still didn't get to 4,000 yards, but I think the pass attempts go up. We add in the extra game, so uh, I will take the over. And again, A.J. Brown's great after the catch. I think Julio Jones still has something left, even though – I've kind of been avoiding him in drafts, so maybe that kind of nullifies what I'm saying here. But I could be wrong. Maybe Julio Jones stays healthy. Uh, that's the key, though, because I think if Julio or AJ Brown is out, they're very thin at wide receiver. That's what could hurt this prop, which is why I wouldn't go all in, but I would lean the over.
0: Um, we we leaned on the over as well, and we did the exact same. We uh, it was the same thing. Um, You know, it wasn't so much about bringing in Julio Jones though, as much as we were all in on uh, how piss poor this defense is. I mean, their secondary was atrocious last year, and they didn't do anything to fix it, right? I mean, I haven't—I can't remember the last time I looked at the Tennessee's depth chart, so I'm going to pull it up uh, right now while we're here. And uh, and I got to tell you, man, that that secondary is still super bad, right? I mean, Christian Fulton. Uh, on one side. Oh, they brought in Janoris Jenkins. I mean, he's, he's, he's okay, but he's not what he used to be. Um, and then I don't like their safeties. I don't like Bayard and I don't like hooker, Amani hooker, not Malik hooker, Malik hookers over with the Cowboys now, right? Your guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Amari, Amari hooker. So I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't dig it. So, all right, cool, cool. So we're on the same page, uh, with that one here. Um, let me do another quarterback um Kirk Cousins. 4050.5 passing yards over or under.
1: Uh 4050. Um hmm. I am go oh that's a t- 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 tough one cuz he kind of he's gone over this three of the last four years but yep.
0: you can say no bet if you want to also I don't care.
1: I kind of lead. Man, if I had to, I don't love it, but I would lean towards the under. For what reason? I feel their defense is much improved. Remember last year, they were seven and nine. They were playing from behind 516 pass attempts. Two years ago, he had 444 when they were 10 and five. Um, Or no, he was 10 and five when he played. He missed the game. I think they're going to be better. I think the defense is much improved. They had a lot of injuries last year, and they don't want to be a pass heavy team. So they want to run the football. So I would lean towards the under. Leaning towards
0: the under. I am also in on the under um, for that. But very interesting. Um, how about this one here? Because this was one of the things that, that Mission I were talking about with it. Um, Minnesota right now has the lowest vaccination rate of, of any team. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been... Extremely outspoken about not being vaccinated. Now, I don't give a fuck if he gets vaccinated or not. Right? I mean, that's just that's that's everybody's personal choice. I have nothing to, you know, to say or do about what he does. However, knowing what the rules are, knowing that, you know, even if you're a close contact and you're not vaccinated, you have to sit out. So there's a really good shot that Kirk Cousins ends up being forced to sit out at least one game because of the close contact or anything like that. Um, And, and if I'm putting my money somewhere, I tell you, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I worry about that. Um, You know, if, if, if it was, you know, I'm not like that with every other quarterback. I have no idea what, what Tannehill's vaccination status is at all, when I say the over because of the defense and whatever, and somebody can be like, well, what if he has to sit out in close contact? Okay, fine. What if he does and I end up losing that bet? But Tannehill's not out there saying that I'm not vaccinated, nor will I get vaccinated, right? I mean, and the NFL has taken a stance against it. Um, And for that reason, that's why I lean on the under uh, for
1: Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's another good reason. So yeah,
0: all right. Um, let's see. Let me uh, let me go with. Let's go to the running backs. Because um, I mean, I I don't want to I don't want to give away the farm, dude. Right? I mean, you got to go to wageralarm.com and and listen to all of these. Uh, Mish is so good with these. I fucking love doing these streams with Craig Mish. You've worked with Mish before a bunch, right?
1: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's great. To work with him. Always have a lot of fun, informational, knowledgeable. So, yeah, it's always good. I love it.
0: Um, All right. Here you go. Running backs, Najee Harris. We know the situation with the offensive line with Pittsburgh. We know it's a new offensive coordinator. We know the status of Big Ben with his health. Uh, Najee Harris, one thousand point five rushing yards over under.
1: I'm taking the over there again. This is all a play on volume. I know people are talking about Najee Harris were worried about the offensive line, but we we saw, I mean, not that the first preseason game means anything, but they kept feeding him and we know Mike Tomlin throughout his career has generally wanted to go with one running back. Uh, No one on that roster really threatens him. They've had their opportunities really haven't been impressed. So, you know, essentially 1000 yards over 17 games, man. I mean, I'm taking the over. Uh, volume,
0: volume, 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 100%. I don't care how shitty the offensive line is. If they give him, what, like 15 carries on average per game, he's going to hit that 1,000-yard mark. He's going to. You know it is. I like it. Damn, we're all on the same fucking page here. All right, let me try a different one here. Let's see where you are on J.K. Dobbins. 1,000.5 rushing yards over under.
1: Oh, uh, he's like a very tricky player for me. I don't think I've taken him in fantasy like I kind of want to, but that third round is just not an area where I dip in the running backs for the most part. <sighs> he averaged six yards a carry last year, and you could say, well, that's not sustainable. Well, in this Ravens offense, he's probably going to average at least five. Um, dude had 805 yards last year, 134 carries. You know what? I got to go over, man. I, I just – it. he's going to get at least 200 carries. And even if the yards per attempt go down to five, yeah, I'm going to go over.
0: Mm. You know, in the last time the Ravens had a thousand yard rusher, Jamal Lewis, Uh, Justin Forsett.
1: Yeah, I understand that, but they kind of rotated backs last year. They left Mark Ingram in there too long. I mean, who is going to take away? Like it's Dobbins and Gus Edwards for the most part. Like I know Lamar Jackson's going to rush for his, but I just don't, I mean, I don't see it, bro. Like I think they're pretty committed to giving Dobbins. I mean, I don't see how Dobbins doesn't get at least 215 carries. How could he not? If you go look and I don't know what took so long last year. I think we were all saying it like, why is Mark Ingram in there? But Dobbins down the stretch uh, 13, 11, 14, 13, 11, 15. So, and he was phenomenal. So I just feel like the way they've constructed the roster and you look at the running backs there now, I don't see how they don't go to him more. I mean, it's Dobbin Edwards, Justin Hill, Tyson Williams. I mean, I just think they're ready to increase the workload of Dobbin. So I, I'm going to take the over. Cause again, all he's got to do, if he gets 215 carries and even is at 4.8, he's going to go over this number.
0: All right, so I'm I'm on the other side there. I'm on the under uh, for that. I mean, I think it's I, you know, like I said to to Mish when we discussed it, I think it's super close. Like that's you know, I, I, you know, knowing that 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 Lamar is going to take a, a bunch, knowing that Greg Roman does want him to throw more, knowing that Gus Edwards will be rotated in, and I mean, listen, I get that they don't have anybody else, but. You know, I mean, again, it's just I, I you know, I, I know what he looked like at the at the tail end of last year. And that was that was solid. But I mean, you're talking about also that he he, he wasn't even utilized, basically, in the beginning of the season. I mean, if you look at his. Uh, his
1: yeah, he his wasn't.
0: Carries, I was Carries. I mean, it was like nothing.
1: Was but I don't nothing. see that happening again. And the dude had 805 yards, even with the limitations early on. You yeah. know, 134 carries. So, again if you say, well, he's not going to average six yards per carry again. Sure. But we have seen in this Baltimore offense, these running backs easily can average five yards per carry just because it's number one, it's, it's a good running environment. And number two, uh, the defense is so concerned about Lamar Jackson that all these uh, play option, uh, pass option. It just, I mean, Gus Edwards averaged five yards per carry last year. He's averaged 5.2 in his career. So it comes down to, Well, Gus, I mean, will uh, Dobbins get at least 200 carries? That's going to be the key because Edwards had 144 last year. And remember, Ingram was involved too much early on. So um, if you feel like he's not going to get to 200 carries, then sure, you take the under. But it's hard for me not to see him getting at least 215 carries this year. All
0: right. So there. All right. Comes down to how many carries he gets. I got you. All right. So you're on the over. I'm on the under. Um, I like it. I like it. All right, let's go to uh, some wide receivers here. Um, (laughs) My personal favorite, A.J. Green. (laughs) No, I won't talk about A.J. Green. Uh, Here you go. Debo Samuel, 875 and a half receiving yards over under.
1: Yeah, I would take the under. It's just the way the 49er schedule is so easy. If you look at it, I don't. I like to look at schedules for the playoffs, but I'm not going to over evaluate it just because there's always going to be some surprises, but their schedule is so easy and we know what they want to do. They want to run the football a lot. They've talked about running it 500 times. You have Kittle there. You have Ayuk. So unless they just completely transform the offense, similar to what the Bills did last year, I just don't see there being enough passing volume to go around for all of these guys. So Kittle should be the number one target. Obviously, if he stays in the field, so I'm going to take the under.
0: Uh, where where are you at with IU? Do you are, do you like IU? Because for me, you know, I look at, at at IU and I mean, I like him. He's okay, but I think I think Debo can be a a little bit more of an explosive player. I think he's good, solid yards after the catch type guy, um, and I think that IU's targets last year were. His target share was solely tied to the fact that both Debo and George, and and Kittle were out and missed so many uh, so many games.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I think Ayuk is an explosive player, very talented, but yeah, he did take advantage of being basically the main man in town because Debo missed time, Kittle missed time, so that definitely helped. It's when they're all healthy. Like this is not a passing offense that is going to be able to have all three be fantasy relevant consistently so that's the biggest problem and Ayuk obviously is the one that goes highest we see him go in the fifth round quite a bit so i am concerned that is the target share going to be enough there's no question uh he's good he's explosive but i think this is a team that will be vastly improved even though it is a tough division i think their defense will be better they had injuries their offense will be better assuming they can stay healthy so yeah, I'm kind of worried that you're going to see inconsistency from both guys. You know, one week, it'll be a big Devo game. The next week, a big good game. I think Kittle will be the one constant if he's healthy. But I think the other two are kind of going to hurt each other a little bit.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to Cincinnati. Uh, T. Higgins. 1,000 yards. Well, it's 1,000.5 receiving yards. Um, I personally, listen, I, I know, you know, Jamar Chase is – uh, is is still
1: Joe Burrow's boy, but I like the over on this for T Higgins. Yeah, I'll take the over, too. He was at 9 8 last year, and that was with Burrow missing about close to half the season. Uh, we are hearing more encouraging reports on Burrow lately. I mean, of course he was tentative early on, coming back. You know, offensive line is still a question mark, but they're going to pass a lot. Defense still sucks. They'll be playing from behind. Again, I think all three receivers in this offense are going to be fantasy relevant. And maybe one disappointed ADP, but I think they're all going to get theirs. So I would take the over.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, for me, you know, we're sitting there and it's like, you know, I mean, just knowing, you know, that spread formation, I do worry, you know, I'm not a where are you at? Do you like Zach Taylor as a, uh, as a, as a coach play caller? Cause I'm not, I'm not really that big of a fan of Zach Taylor. Um, but that might also be because I just, you know, I don't like, you know, lining up in a spread formation with no back, you know, nobody in the backfield all the time. Uh, then maybe that's because I, I was, you know, in on Joe Mixon in fantasy and that kind of fucked me over a little bit, but I, you know, I, I worry about Zach Taylor. I think it, it helps the receivers um, that he's just going to let them just chuck the ball all around the field.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of him yet. We don't have enough, I think, data points. So um, I think it's kind of tough to judge him at this point.
0: Tough to judge Zach Taylor? Yeah. You're a much more forgiving person than than I am.
1: Well, I mean. I'm like, fire the motherfucker. Well, I mean, a lot of people are like that. Well, you didn't turn us around and get us more wins. So you're out. Yep. What have you done for me lately? Julio Jones,
0: 1,125 and a half. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look, I, look, this could be playing with fire. <laughs> this could be playing with fire because, look, Julio is extremely talented. But I've been saying this for the last two years. I go players of julio's build they do not decline slowly they fall off a cliff go see andre johnson so i'm worried we've seen these lower body injuries he's 32 uh he played nine games last year uh so I, i'm worried the older age the injury so i would take the under i think a player like julio and look it could burn you he if he stays healthy, even fourteen games, he'll go over this easy, right? I mean, thirteen ninety four and fifteen games two years ago, he could still play, and he's now he's not the uh, number one, maybe one A. I think AJ Brown is better at this point, but Julio can still play, so it's risky. Maybe that shouldn't have been so quick, but I'm you know, if I'm I bet against age in the NFL, bro. Dude is thirty two.
0: Oh, but AJ Green, give him the fucking over on his right.
1: I didn't, dude. His yardage is half. Of what Julio Jones is. It's much easier to go over that number. And he's with Arizona now. Kyle, and they're going to throw a lot of short passes. A lot of the problem with A.J. Green last year, if I'm not mistaken, I think a lot of his were downfield, and him and Burrow couldn't connect. We know Kyler Murray likes to get rid of the ball quickly. Um, and you got to worry about Hopkins and every, and Kyler Murray's running ability. So if A.J. Green just stays healthy, I mean, if he averages what uh, – 35, 40 yards a game and is able to stay healthy, he'll go over it and he can barely go over it and you lose. Uh, but Julio Jones at 32, 6'3, 220, already missed seven games last year. I'm gonna take the under on that. Where um and you might lose this in like week 12. It's oh like, oh
0: let me, well, let me ask you this one here. What if um what if you make this prop? And AJ Green, what if you bet the over on AJ Green's prop and he doesn't make the team?
1: If he doesn't play, is it a no bet? It should be, but wait a second. I'm okay because at least remember for the props bet draft, someone asked like, "Hey, if we take the Tebow under and he doesn't make the team, they're like, you win it." But I don't know if the books credit you with the W if he doesn't play or make the team, right? I don't think they would credit that. Wouldn't it be a void? It's the same thing as if you bet a prop on a week and the player doesn't play. It's void. And you don't win or lose. It's a no bet. But so that's why I didn't understand why the FSGA, because the people who took had the number one pick took the under on Tebow 12 and a half receiving yards or whatever it was. And they were told, no, even if he doesn't make the team, you win it. I don't think the sports books treat it the same, though. If I'm not mistaken, again, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I don't think they would count it. If he didn't play the whole year you took the under, like, how can they credit that? Like, well, he didn't make the team, he didn't play. But you got to look at the language on that.
0: Okay. All
1: right. But on yeah. a given week, if you do a weekly prop bet and you take the under and the guy doesn't play, it's void. He didn't play. So they just give you your money back and it's no bet.
0: That's what, that's kind of what I was thinking, you know, and we were t- I was talking to Craig about that and, uh, you know, wondering. Yeah, you got to get the 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 rules for your book on that. Although, you know, I mean, listen, AJ Green, maybe maybe somebody resigns him
1: afterwards, right? Probably. Why, you're hearing he might be cut, uh, you know, I might be. I thought I, I mean, there were parts early on that he looked really good. I was like, okay, guys, move him up and draft him. I'm not taking. Ugh,
0: him. move him up and draft him.
1: Not me, others, because okay. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. It. All right. Whew. I was like, wait a minute here.
0: Fucking Adam, don't do that to me. All right, last one. And then I got to go record with Craig Mish as we talk some college football uh, over at wageralarm.com. I want to go to a tight end. Here's the one that everybody's talking about here TJ Hawkinson, 775 and a half receiving yards. This one was a no bet for me because I just, I feel like this line is really like right where it's at. I feel like there's like a 10-yard swing in here. Uh and I don't want to and I don't want to try it out, but uh maybe you've got a differing
1: opinion. Yeah, I mean, look, I think most people would lean over on this. They're like, "Oh, yeah, it's definitely an over. Goff likes the tight end. They don't have no receivers. He's going to be the focal point, you know, he had 723 last year with Go- uh with Stafford who was hurt two half the year. Um, so it seems like an easy over, but it's not like he's this explosive playmaker. He averages 11 yards per reception in his career, only 6.8 yards per target. So I would probably do no bet either. Cause the line is pretty sharp. I would lean towards the over if you're asking me, but I don't feel that confident to bet it, even though I do think he will have a really good fantasy year, but you have to take injuries into account at the tight end position. And the fact that, uh, he's just not that explosive. You know, it's not like Kittle, who can catch a pass and take it 80 yards. That's not how it gets it. His longest As long as in his career is 51 yards.
0: All right. Good stuff there. Good, good stuff. Yeah. This one, again, I think that this one, I think this one lands somewhere in like within the 10 yards of that. That's just too close for comfort uh, for me. Guys, you can check out uh, more uh, NFL player props. Uh, over at wageralarm.com, me and Craig Mish. Uh, and obviously, you know, moving forward as we get to the uh, closer to the season, Adam and I will be uh, dropping some of ours. Maybe we'll talk some wins totals uh, next time, right? How about how about that? We talk wins totals next time, give you some time to prep yourself for it here, Adam. I'm not going to just drop it on you all spur of the moment.
1: Sure. You've already done this too. Look sure. At Ch- cheating.
0: Sure. You can go watch our videos, Adam, and tell me what you think.
1: Well, I don't want to. Then you're going to be like, oh, I shut that on video. You're stealing my pick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got me pegged, dude.
0: That's it. I accuse Mm -hmm. everybody of stealing all my stuff. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here today. As always, big thanks to all of you for liking and subscribing. Adam. It's always a pleasure, my friend, always a pleasure. And, uh, and I look forward to tomorrow's recording.
1: Always, man, always.
0: Always. All right, that's going to do it for us. For Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Benner. This has been Annie Up, and we'll catch you next time.